This is Envision Self Healing podcast episode number nine. Richard Miller. And we are the co-creators of EnvisionSelfHealing.com and we're dedicated in helping you improve your eyesight and quality of life by taking healing into your own hands. The topic this week is treating your eyes just like any other part of your body. And in the second half of the podcast, we're going to be answering a question from a client who asks, why do they call presbyopia old age farsightedness? Great question. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that yeah. uh, this week. And um, yeah, we're really looking forward to today's show. It's uh, the first time that we're doing this podcast in the last few weeks where we haven't had a lecture beforehand. So we might sound a little bit more energized. <laughs> but more rusty at the same time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, lesser of uh, two evils. You yeah. just uh, have to let us know what you prefer. Um, more knowledgeable, uh, slightly tired out podcasters oh, yeah. or energetic and slightly rusty podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Richard, how uh, how has the world of self-healing been treating you this week? Well, I haven't really been uh, it's been a very very busy week as you know, um, finishing up our class. I wonder if we've ever started one of these where we've not said <laughs> I've been a really, really, really busy, busy this week. week. Yeah. I look forward to there we go. We did nothing we this did week. Nothing this week except <laughs> eye exercises, and uh, that would be a nice week. Yeah. So um, now I've been uh, doing some of my presbyopia exercises, some of my eye obstruction of my dominant eye, and that continues to help sharpness when I can uh, wear the presby the, the, the obstruction glasses. Okay. Presbyopia glasses would be a challenging thing <laughs> yeah. to come up with. I guess those are what reading glasses yeah. are, I suppose. Uh, no, I've been wearing the obstruction glasses over my right eye and trying to get my left eye more involved, and that helps my reading. Uh, I have to admit that at the le- I've noticed as I do less of the presbyopia exercises, the harder it is for me to read. Oh, interesting. And I've had to drag out the magnifier a little more, and I've been doing my taxes, so I'm under pressure to read things. So we did, uh, I remember last week, or the week previous, you mentioned that you didn't need to use your magnifier um, in looking at some of the documents on your taxes. Right. So, but now this week you're saying that you do need to use your magnifier, and I wondered if that had anything to do with the length of time um, between this week and last week, So I know this week you've been spending more time on it. Right. I think the reality is I was doing less presbyopia exercises. Okay just because of time pressures and getting the taxes done. And I do think pressure, sometimes you give in to, I have to see this. So you, yeah. you revert back to your, oh, old, yeah. your old ways. Yeah, no, I've noticed that when we're doing a lot of editing and stuff. And, you know, I really push my face up towards the screen right. to make sure I'm getting it right in the exact place. And then I sort of think, hold on a second, I can actually see this from further away. And I sit back and I can see it the same, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you just think... No, and as you mentioned that, I realized I've been spent, we've been spending a lot of time on the computer. And on Monday, I guess it was, my neck, my left half of my neck got really stiff. And I know that was from doing exactly what you're saying. Oh, okay. Getting really close up to the screen and craning yeah. my neck. So I suppose if your neck's feeling it, we could only imagine how your eyes are feeling. Yeah, my eyes are actually not <laughs> feeling that great right now. So, um, yeah, that's been 
Uh, so there's some positive this week, but mainly it's been a lot of strain and stress and uh, reverting back to old habits. So Yeah, I also wonder if the psychological part, um, those of you uh, out there that have watched my uh, anxiety, does anxiety make eyesight worse? And uh, certainly when you know, you've know you got a deadline with your taxes or you've got a deadline for some sort of work or something, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't have time to be, oh, now I'm going to shift and now let's go. Yeah. You know, and you just think, oh, I just need to get this done right now. You can't just sit back and say, oh, I can see the computer screen from here. You're just like, I have to get that done. Yeah. So you just go, you it, force it basically. And it's almost like I'd, I'll deal with the consequences later. Right, I'll, right. I'll palm tomorrow. I'll, you know, I do my exercises tomorrow. And it's quite sad, really, that we sort of just put our eye health... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. ...to one side. Yeah. I suppose no, yeah, no different, really, than, I guess, if you're late for work or you're late and you just grab a, a hamburger or something instead of a exactly. nice, yeah. fresh vegetable. Yeah. And the problem with this is, I mean, granted, taxes are only once a year, but you can always come up with another reason... Yes. That you're just going to do this just for now and I'll do the right thing later. And I think maybe we're always going to be busy. Yeah, it's true. Might, might be the reality. Otherwise, they wouldn't have invented something called the holiday. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> if you weren't always working. Yeah. So. But I suppose the, the thing is, is to try and catch yourself and maybe you do have that day where you um, have, you know, spent too long on the computer or your eyes do feel a little bit strained. And maybe if you just try and watch your routine and make sure that maybe the next day isn't the same. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, that it, that day doesn't turn into a week and the week doesn't turn into a month. Right. You know, something just occurred to me from our topic of the week. So I did start going back to the gym this week more. Oh, great. So I went two or three mornings there. Not the eye gym. No. We've not invented that yet. Invented that yet. <laughs> the gym gym. And I notice I feel better. You know, it's one, again, one of those things, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym. Yeah. But when you go to the gym, you feel so much better. That's true. That then you, oh, why didn't I go to the gym? Yeah. And why don't we treat the eyes the same way, really? Yeah. You know, if, instead of pushing through, eating that hamburger instead, you know, <laughs> then uh, our eyes would feel better, too. And if it's the same with uh, food. Is you always feel yeah, better after true. a healthy meal than oh, you do right. after a right. it's all, meal. It's completely all the same, isn't it? <laughs> Good. Well, well, I'm glad we're uh, establishing some sort of formula here that we might be able to uh, solve at some point. If anyone's got more of an insight, please do let us know. So, um, how was your week? Yeah, good. Um, The similar um, busyness as you, as as you know, because we spend most of our time working together. Um, But my diet was a lot better this week. And um, I managed to fit in my juicing and oh, started getting my salads back in again. And, and of course, I felt, you know, immediately better afterwards. Uh, peripheral vision side of things, just uh, general. I do notice that if I am tired, then my periphery is less. Uh, yeah. um, it's not as good as if I'm, you know, fully rested and, you know, ready to face the world. Right. So, and I think we were talking about this before, about the connection between uh, poor vision and tiredness. And it's really something that, I mean, nobody talks about. And again, this probably belongs in our topic of the week. But, um, yeah. you know, nobody says, oh, well, you're really tired today. That's probably why you're not seeing as well, you know. Yeah. Um, but they do, we do say, oh, I can't think straight because I'm tired. Yeah. And obviously the eyes are, you know, connected to the brain, so... It wouldn't surprise me if uh, if vision was 
impaired um, through fatigue and tiredness. I mean, it, it actually is obvious when you start talking to some of our clients, they, sometimes they will come to us and say, I see worse when I'm tired. Yeah. When, you, when you start looking at your vision more intently, the way we do, mm-hmm. then you do start noticing that you, you see worse when you're tired. Yeah, my, my fear is, is if, you know, if I didn't know about this stuff and say I hit a rough patch and you know, I'm doing lots of work and I'm feeling quite tired and I think, oh no, my vision's getting worse. And just that thought of, oh no, my vision's getting worse. And then it's like, uh, now yeah. I need to go check, get my eyes checked. Yeah. And then that's when you get prescribed your Exactly. Glasses. That's a very good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening to us out there and you're really tired, don't go see your optician yeah. or optometrist at this go, moment. Go when your vision's feeling great. Yeah, and you're like, not tired. <laughs> go on a really nice, beautiful, sunny day. Yeah. Uh, when you're feeling fantastic and you've been to the gym and you've had some salads. Yeah. And uh, then go to the eye doctor. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so periphery-wise, uh, pretty much maintaining the same, which I'm always pleased with, but I have noticed that the, that the tiredness uh, does affect it, and I don't see as well my periphery when I have that. But I have noticed uh, today, actually, when I was heading over here on the public transport, that there, there's a sign opposite where I wait for the, um, what would you call, I don't want to call it a bus, Train, the tram. 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 We yeah, say tram. Yeah. And um, there was a sign uh, across the road that a couple of months ago, I couldn't read what the sign was, so I was doing lots of shifting on it, and oh. I was trying to figure out what it was. And I never did see it. But today I was standing there, and I hadn't thought about it in a long time. And I looked at it, and I could read what was on it. Wow. And I, to be, I was just like, oh, okay, and I read it. And I thought, hold on a second, a couple of months ago, I couldn't make out the letters on wow. the sign. Now, it could be that uh, the day that I was doing the shifting, uh, maybe it was a, a rainy day or, or what have you, and mm. today is a gorgeous sunny day. But still, you know, the fact that I was able to read it, and I was even able to read, it had, um, what was it? it was to do with contracting, there will be roadworks, oh, okay. uh, you yeah. know, this is the state. And I even read the uh, contract number, 4141. So really pleased about that. So, but before I got there, I because uh, I run from one muni over to another muni right. and the last few weeks that I've been uh, coming here I realised that uh, I not get jealous but when I'm around other people and they can just read uh, what bus number you know um, they, they I know exactly just, what you're talking they about they can just pick up uh, public transport is always something different when your, your vision isn't yeah. uh, perfect and um, I've realised that I've stopped looking I don't really? even bother looking to see if I can see a bus number in the distance oh. or whatever. I just check my phone or right, know, right. the GPS out. So the last uh, month or so, I've been trying to focus on, even though I can't read That's it really clearly, good. at least attempt. At least yeah. have a look and see what it is and actually have the desire to see it instead of being like, oh, I can't see it. Instead yeah. of being like that, it's like, oh, okay, I, oh, I can't see it. Maybe I'll be able to see it next week or the week after. So anyway, today um, I jumped off one muni and I look up to see if the next one's coming so I can run and catch it the way it's coming out. And I looked up and I saw that there was a big J. And for the first time I was able to read the number of the tram. And it was a very quick glance of obviously the the fixation that we were talking about uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, All happened nice and clearly and I saw this this nice crisp... Crisp J, and uh, so I went running, and I go running down to the bus, 
And I'm standing there, I was like, well, maybe it wasn't a J. <laughs> you don't <laughs> maybe, trust yourself. Now, maybe yeah. I was so enthusiastic. And I'm standing there, and nothing was turning up. Oh, and I was like, I oh, see. Yeah. I was like, how disappointing. And I, yeah, was, like, yeah, I, saw and I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about this in the podcast, and, I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, and it's going to be great. But then I realized that when I was standing there, there was two side by side. Oh, okay. And the J was actually going away from me and not towards oh, me. Oh, it was the back of the J. <laughs> it was the back of it. Oh. So uh, anyway, so I felt better that um, that I actually did Saw the see letter, it. Yes. So I'm pleased about that. But um, you were I, unpleased that you, you <laughs> that got it wrong and I ran for it and, yeah, and stood there for 10 minutes. Um, so, But that was when I reconciled myself and was able to read the sign opposite me, yeah. which I was pleased about. And yeah. also, the sign was also uh, black on white background, so something that you'll always notice is, is might be a little bit clearer yeah. for you out there because of the contrast between the black. Just to be completely eye geeky about this, so what Will is saying is this is the psychological block of uh, I can't read that. You were dealing with that block, yeah. and you were, and once you get back past that block, then you're actually shifting essentially. In the, in the flow of your everyday life, so... Yeah, so just, I mean, just the fact that I was even attempting to see what the letters were, if yeah. I had never tried, I would never have known. Yeah. So... And if you don't try, then you stop using your eyes for that task, and that's, that's not good for your eyes, so... And you also have no comparison. How would I... If I hadn't oh, yeah. have tried to have done it a month ago, or a couple of months ago then I would never have known that I could see it. And this is, again, why we always recommend a vision journal. Um, I know one of my clients at the moment, she's got a sign that she can see outside uh, her living room window. It's like mm-hmm. um, the street name across the, across the oh, road or whatever. Good. And that is, instead of using an eye chart, which we don't recommend because it's sort of like weighing yourself mm-hmm. every day if you're trying to lose weight, it's sort of a bit um, unmotivating and it's also you know difficult to improve that quickly so but she uses that sign as her gauge and then you know every now and then she might glance out the window and you know sort of tune in and and see if it might be crisper or clearer or Mm -hmm. so anyway I thought it's a good idea but that's what we do but we sort of do it on a grander scale I guess Mm -hmm. Um, when you've sort of fully integrated this stuff into your lifestyle you know, there's never a boring moment. Yeah. Um, you, whenever you're waiting for anything, you're always shifting or comparing or right. looking at your periphery. Or that there's always exercises that you can be do a lot of the time. But uh, yeah, so uh, some interesting stuff this week. But I think it's about time to head over to topic of the week. topic this week is treating your eyes just like any other part of your body. And uh, this is a topic that's very um, important to us uh, because it addresses one of the objections that people come up with uh, about eye exercises. And that objection is things they've, uh, statements they've heard from their eye doctors uh, basically saying the eyes can never improve, yeah. that, that the eyes can only get worse. Um, and... Uh, this topic really addresses that. What, the question we're coming back with is, why are we treating the eyes any differently than any other part of the body? Why would you say your arm could never improve? It can only get worse. Or, yeah. yeah. How, how could you ever... Uh, and this, this is why we compare... A lot of our work is based around the anatomy of the eye. We've really tried to go from it from a very practical, right. anatomical 
approach. Right. Because if you know, if 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 you've got specific muscles um, in the eye, and they work the same as your arms, that you know, if if you can strengthen one muscle, then why can't you strengthen right the other muscle? So we really think that it helps people understand, and in, you know, instead of it being like oh magical eye exercises, right? It does seem that way sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, this sort of mystical, yeah, almost religious ritual yeah. or something instead yeah. of. Just this, going to the gym, basically. These were performed 2,000 years ago. <laughs> right. Before anatomy was even discovered. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like, look, let's just... Bit of common sense. Um, you know, you've got muscles in your eye yeah. and they become weak because you don't use them properly and they become stiff. Uh, just like any other muscle in the body. You know, if, if you sit down for 16 hours a day and then you go to stand up, you're stiff. It's difficult to stand up. Everybody knows because people go, oh, oh, it's a bit sore. You know, there's everyone. Everyone knows um, what it's like when they've been sitting for a long time, or even if uh, I don't know. Say you've been sitting on a, a long, a long plane journey, and your back starts to get your lower back gets sore from your your mistreating your lower back. Right, right. So um, why is it that? You know, we treat our body this way and we go, oh, well, I'm stiff because I've been sitting a long space of time and I've not been using the muscles. Then, you know, when somebody isn't using the muscles in their eye properly and they're told, oh, you've got presbyopia because uh, the lens is stiff and the muscles in your eye are stiff, we don't go, oh, okay, let's unstiffen them. <laughs> we think, yeah, you get, well, you're just getting old and there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. Yeah, just give up. Yeah. Just make sure you're putting money in your pension. And, well, and the other, if you want to address other systems in the eye, you've got the fluids in the eye. And uh, once again, it's like, well, we, we want to improve our hearts, our blood circulation, you know, yeah. lower our blood pressure, all of those things yeah. for our heart and, and, and all of those systems. Example. So why not treat the fluid systems in the eye in the same way? Yeah. And it's all, it's all interconnected, the yeah. fluid system and the circulatory yeah. system. And then the nerve, too. If you think, oh, it's nerves, you can't improve nerves. Well... Uh, number one, they're discovering that, and, and so you could say, well, the optic nerve is part of the brain, and we used to believe the brain couldn't improve. Yeah. After uh, childhood, essentially. Okay. And now they're discovering that, you know, people do reroute things in their brain. When they have strokes, there's a, a it's all more plastic, the neuroplasticity of the brain has been discovered. I remember when, when I was uh, flying to San Francisco, coming back from London, and uh, I watched this cutting-edge documentary that they had on there and obviously I was pleased to see it but it was to do with uh, neuroplasticity Plasticity, yeah. and it was like uh, we, <laughs> uh, Michael came and saw us and he was right hand dominant and he couldn't really use his left hand so we tied his right hand oh, up for six weeks and now he's able to use his left hand uh, 25% better than he can before with his right, right hand. Right. And it's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and here we are walking around with these funny glasses blocking our dominant eye and we've been yeah. doing this for years. Yeah. yeah. And people think we're funny for it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, and this was cutting edge, you know, you can strengthen oh, yeah. the non-dominant side. You, you can strengthen the weak parts of your body and the brain can change. And yeah, exactly. And it's, but why? <laughs> why is that so weird that the yeah. brain could change? And why is it so different? I guess is, the, is what we're saying. And, and and it's just not new. Like if you if you think about it, that's just common sense. Yeah. Like what, why do we need uh, a study? Why do we need science to tell us? Why do you need? You know, why is it that you can hear all this great stuff? You can improve your eyesight. You see better on the eye chart, or you just the world seems clearer around you. 
But unless your eye doctor says to you, yes, your vision has improved, right? No one was, you know, it's, we won't believe it. We won't believe reason. it. Well, and that's, yeah, and then it's another objection when people say eye exercises don't work. Well, we could show you an eye exercise and you could do it for 15 minutes and so you could see an improvement, yeah. usually. I mean, it depends yeah. what they're trying to improve, but it's, it's fairly easy to see improvement. And, and even if you don't see improvement, <clears throat> 99% of the time people's eyes feel better they can they right. feel that their eyes are slightly more relaxed or right. they feel that so you know why um, people don't necessarily you know believe not, even the word believe seems you know terrible why do people believe you shouldn't have to it's just it's just part of your body yeah it's like why do you really have to believe that uh, your bicep can improve by lifting weights yeah, and you, we can show your eye improves by doing exercises. Yeah. It's really not—it's not religious belief or anything. It's just a reality. You just look at it. So, and this is why we want to really encourage um, everyone as much as possible to read up about um, the anatomy of the eye. And this is why, uh, in our free ebook, that we we've taken each major anatomical part of the eye that we feel um, could be helped and exercised in general. And we describe it a lot more and how the eye functions and then explain why the eye exercise is actually helping improve that. And it is very simple when you look at it. Yeah. No, it's not that different than... We're basically personal trainers for your eyes. Yeah. So, but what's even better about it is you don't have to go and spend all this money on all this, all this equipment and you don't have yeah. to do you know, any of this elaborate stuff, it's, it's just all so simple. I think sometimes that's what puts people off. Yeah, yeah. It is so simple. It is so simple. I think if we came up with the eye dominance machine. Right, right. People want a machine, yes. <laughs> yeah, and we charge like $5,000 for this. Yeah. Wear, wear this mechanical uh, helmet that covers your right eye for six months and yeah, yeah. your vision will improve. Yeah. But no, if we say to stick a, a piece of paper or get a yeah. pair of sunglasses and, and, and pop a lens out... It's a bit too simple. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, certainly I think this also coincides with how we talk about the body-eye connection, about how you want to have a healthy body, um, and improving the blood flow in your body is also going to help your eyes as well. Um, really sort of a holistic approach, you could say, can you to eyes? Right, and maybe the tiredness too relates to the nervous function. You know, the fact that you can't think as well when you're tired relates to the optic nerve and stuff too it's it's, it's just another nerve so yeah. like your brain it gets uh, kind of jangled when you're tired and anxious i mean even the phrase sorry i'm a bit slow today yeah you, ever heard that? you know yeah, when yeah. you know someone says a joke or you're in a meeting and, and you just you've had a long week and somebody says something and you're not you don't even you just it's like rah, 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 rah. it's yeah. sort of all you hear and you're like oh, i'm sorry you know i'm just a bit slow i'm not quite with it you know, so why should our vision yeah, be you know, different than that, perfect yeah. 2015 crisp vision? Exactly yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, it's all connected. But anyway, I think we could certainly uh, talk about this uh, topic a lot more, and I'm sure we will in the future. It does uh, it does make me laugh how people and science tries to separate yeah. um, the eye so much from the rest of our body. And it may lead us to abusing them in some ways. If we think of them as this part of the body that can't improve we almost look at them as we can't harm them we can't improve them too so we just sort it's of true. use them by but and I, and why would you if you were never told yeah ever that you could um i mean i remember you know rubbing my eyes as a child or something my mom 
telling me not to rub my eyes because they're you know you only get one pair of eyes or right. you know it's it's eyesight is precious and and you know I always hear parents say that to their kids, but we're never you know you never go into the doctor with you know headache and and or you, I don't know you never go into the opticians and you're seeing less on the chart and they go oh you've been sitting in front of the computer a lot right, this week, right. haven't you yeah. you need to go home and do. Uh, 20 just, hours of palming yeah <laughs> come, wouldn't that be unique come back in a few weeks time yeah. get some rest go on holiday then come back again and we'll, well, maybe, we'll, we'll maybe we'll change the world <laughs> we're trying we're trying one podcast at a time alright so it seems like it's time for question of the week and the question of the week comes from a client who asks why is presbyopia called old age farsightedness? And I do just want to point out that we did actually answer this question to, to our client. Yes. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't say, sorry, can you wait a couple of days and yeah. then we'll give you the answer. Yeah. <laughs> so this is one of my pet peeves because it's not farsightedness. The, I mean, the effect of it is sort of like farsightedness. Yeah. But then it gets back to our anatomical approach again. The anatomy is nowhere near farsightedness. So why don't you explain a little bit about what is farsightedness? Okay, farsightedness is all about... The the real farsightedness, hyperopia, is about the length of the eyeball from front to back. And in myopia and nearsightedness, the length of the eyeball is elongated from front to back. In farsightedness or hyperopia the length from front to the back of the eyeball is shorter. So instead of having a perfectly spherical eye, you have a sort of a squished eye from front to back. It's shorter. So whereas myopia is the opposite. Yeah, it's a lengthened eye, so it's more like an egg shape. Well, not, you know, an elongated sphere, that's a myopic eye. So it means that when you're trying to focus something from near, that the image isn't landing on the fovea or the macula. Um, it's falling too far back. So that you're not seeing the image. Right. In, in, in myopia, instead of seeing the distant object uh, on the... Instead of the distant object falling on the retina, it actually falls a little in front of the retina, and the close objects fall on the retina, being near... So the near objects fall on the retina in a, in a nearsighted eye. Whereas in a farsighted eye, um, both the distant object and close objects are actually behind the eye. And uh, anyway... That's because it's squished. The object, the the image of the objects are falling behind it because it's it's shorter than it should be. So the reason why they say it's farsightedness for presbyopia, and um, they also say it's the was it the the arm was it the arm uh, exercise? Yeah, the you arm. stretch your arm out to read the newspaper. Right. The, yeah. All right. Now we're into presbyopia, which is that my arms aren't long enough to read anymore. Yeah. And so you get the reading glasses. Um, and I guess the, let's just stop and say the effect is the same. A farsighted person would have trouble reading something close, mm-hmm. and a presbyopic person would have trouble reading something close. So the effect is the same, but anatomically, it's completely different. It has, the presbyopia has nothing to do with the shape of the eyeball. Um, it's about the lens stiffening, the muscles weakening around the lens. And I know it sounds obvious, but it's farsightedness because you can see in the far, and right. you can't see in the near. Yeah, the same as myopia is nearsightedness because you can see near, but you can't see in the far. Right. So anyway, that's maybe that's a, a geeky technicality, but well, I think it's it's important to know because um, we're not we're not saying that you can't improve 
um, farsightedness. But it's certainly, if you look at the anatomy of it, it could be a bit more of a challenge to improve right. farsightedness, you know, right. the shape of the eyeball right. um, in comparison to just a stiff lens right. and stiff muscles. Well, maybe I'm saying if people are walk around and they're say, I'm farsighted, when they're really presby, presbyopic, it sort of prevents them from addressing the issue more. Because they almost treat it as like, I'm permanently see farsightedness. Yeah. Um, and, well, obviously that's dealable with too, but presbyopia is much easier to deal with and uh, you deal with it in a different way where yeah. you're exercising the muscles in the eye, in the lens and, uh, and dealing with the lens. And if, if it was common knowledge that presbyopia um, could be improved, then people, I don't think people would say I'm farsighted. Right, I yeah. think people would go around saying I'm presbyopic. Right. Um, but I'll be, I'll be right in a couple of months' time. Yeah, if I do these eye exercises, I'll be yeah. better. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's very similar, you could say, to the four-minute mile. You know, nobody ever broke the four-minute four mile mark, and when it finally did, then within the next couple of weeks, five people, ten people, you know, everybody starts breaking the four-minute mile mark. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying that you have to run a mile in four minutes to improve your presbyopia. There are presbyopia exercises that we uh, suggest that I'm sure our avid listeners already know a lot about yeah, yeah, yeah. already. So, but the, so what we're saying then is that presbyopia is where the, the ciliary muscles become stiff and the lens becomes stiff and it, it means that you're not able to see from close anymore. Right. The lens no longer wants to bend so you can see close. So, I mean, you can see close, obviously, um, but not crisp and clearly. Right, right. right. Because it's the lens, it's the accommodation, and the accommodation uh, in our eyes is where the lens thickens and rounds and it gets the image that's closer to you to really focus on that tiny little spot on the back of the eye. I mean, it's amazing, really, when you look at an eye chart um, of how small that spot is that this whole world, right? You and know that fits in. Yeah, and you're trying to bend the lens to bring that po- point of clarity right onto the fovea, onto the the sharp part of the eye. Um, and when the lens is stiff, you can't the the lens round round the rounding of the lens brings the focus point forward. And uh, when the lens is too stiff to do that, then the, the close objects can never be brought forward and placed onto the fovea. So. so by working those muscles and bringing the plasticity back into the lens, then you're allowing its original, um, what do you call it, its original state or its original job yeah. um, to return. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so then you don't have... Well, so I did this now I just realized we're back to almost the same point we talked about in the topic. That, yeah, you know that 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 lens could become plastic again. You know, just like the brain can has neuroplasticity. It's like why yeah. do we doubt that things can be changed and improved? Why? Well, yeah. Why in the rest of our body can we expect healing and improvement to take place? Uh, but when it comes to our eyes, yeah. it's it's I don't know they yeah. don't exist do it's, they? A, it's just a downhill slope yeah <laughs> but then when it, you know why I, I mean I, it wasn't it wasn't until I started learning about eye exercises did I really start to hone in on the, the muscles of the eye and you know how the eye functions yeah whereas at school you're taught how muscles work uh, you're, yeah. you know you're taught how even the organs work in, in science but we never really I guess we do talk about accommodation but I guess if you're never taught about the 
pathologies or the conditions yeah. with those parts of the eye, then you just don't think about it. Well, and a lot of our treatment, if you think about it, the eye exercises we just for presbyopia, and for a lot of the eye exercises, we're challenging your limitations. So we're we're trying to read closer than we would. Yeah. And that would be true for sightedness too. Yeah. It's just like the you're on your airplane with tying the hand behind the back. We're just challenging the capacity of the body. Exactly. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, I hope that answered uh, our question there. And um, if you do have any more questions, then uh, feel free to write them along the bottom here. Or uh, if you have any comment at all, then feel free to make it and send it along to us. As we mentioned before, you can find a lot more about the uh, anatomy of the eye and how we are misusing it and how our modern day life is causing a lot of these problems that otherwise could be avoided or improved if we sort of revert back to our, our natural state of using our eyes. And you can find that ebook on our website and you can uh, download that straight away. And you could always uh, check us out on uh, Twitter. Both Richard and I have Twitter accounts where we update ourselves. Uh, update ourselves. I don't know what to do unless I'm tweeting myself. You have to download your, uh, your day's <laughs> yeah. thoughts. Yeah. And you can always head over to our Facebook fan page where we, where we post uh, some great pictures of, of what we're doing and uh, keep everybody informed on the latest world of Envision Self-Healing. So good luck with your eye exercises this week and happy healing. And have a good week.